This episode is brought to you by Remington Australia. Bring shimmer to your styling routine with the stunning Remington Illusion Collection. Achieve your unstoppable signature look with the advanced styling features as the shimmering housing colours subtly shift as you style. Welcome to It's All Her, the podcast for women who want to live simpler, better lives. I'm your host, Geordie Lucas. I'm the founder and editor of It's All Her. I'm a mum to a toddler and I was an actor in a previous life. Each week, I'm joined by a guest to talk about their life, their work, and of course, how they make life simpler and better. For the latest, head to itsallher.com or follow us on socials. Let's get to this week's episode. Welcome back. How are you? It is Easter Monday. So we've had a long weekend here and it has been lovely to really slow down these last few days. I don't know about you, but I struggle with hitting the pause button. I can't even sit through a movie these days without getting up and putting on a load of washing. So I made a conscious effort to spend some time on the couch this weekend and I feel good for it. I'm coming to you from my bed now. My husband has taken our daughter to the pool for a swim and I'm probably going to spend the day mostly in bed, I think. So I hope you made some time for yourself this weekend. I know that holidays and times like this when we have family get-togethers, most of the extra stuff falls onto us, like the cooking, the getting the kids ready, hiding the Easter eggs for the hunt in the morning. So this is your reminder to take some time for yourself this week if you need to. Right, let's get to this week's guest. Elle Ferguson is one of Australia's OG fashion influencers. She's leveraged her audience to launch her tanning brand, The Elle Effect, and has worked with some of the biggest global fashion and beauty brands. I caught up with Elle last week to talk about her work, how she maintains privacy living her life online, why she made the decision to go sober, and what's next for her in 2023. Here's my chat with Elle Ferguson. Elle Ferguson, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with us this week. We were just saying I am not going to ask you how the year started <laughs> off and how it's going for you because we're in April. How have you been? I am super excited to be here. This is actually my first podcast of 2023. Would you believe that in April? How? But excited to be chatting to you. So I am very good and very excited to chat. Amazing. So before we get on to everything you're working on now, I want to take it back. You are kind of like one of the OG fashion bloggers, I guess. The space is so saturated now. You know, when you think of fashion blogger, influencer, your name is one of the ones that that pops to mind. Can you tell us a bit of your journey into content creation, how you got your start? Yeah. Firstly, I think, thank you. Um, It's really amazing to kind of still be in the space, but also recognized as one of the OGs to be in that space because it didn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? There's a good 10 years plus of hard work and resilience because you've got to remember, I started out blogging when people used to say blogging was a dirty word. Like everybody in the industry did not like the word blogging. And then, you know, influencer came along. So 
for myself now to be recognized um, as somebody that pioneered that that kind of career path um, in Australia and also part of the global the global group. I think there's a few of the girls that are still the OGs that I see when I travel overseas, and it's really lovely to see that you know we were kind of the beginning. Um, yeah. It's been like I said, it's been over ten years of hard work, and I'm I'm really lucky that I I work for myself. You know, I've now got my brand L Effect that is stocked in Mecca throughout Australia and New Zealand. And I mean, all of that sprung from me taking a leap of faith, believing in myself and um, yeah, just kept going and pushing forward. Mm. So how much of an effect do you think, talking about the L effect, yes. how much effect <laughs> do you think having a, a, a an audience to leverage off, how much did that help you launching a brand? I think at the beginning it gave me an audience, you know what I mean? Like I think now the space is, is very full. So I think um, when I launched L effect in 2018, having a community that believed in me and loved what I was doing made it that little bit easier to get my product out to market. But in the same breath, I think I had to prove myself twice as hard because people knew my brand, they knew who I was and that product that I created needed to reflect all of those, you know, key pillars that I have in myself. So I kind of set the bar extremely high when I made the L effect. So yeah, I think it it helped with, you know, having followers, I guess. And even what's funny is, is I hand on heart thought that when I launched L effect, that audience would move from L Ferguson to L effect. And it didn't, I had to work really hard to get those, those followers. I had to prove myself to the community. My product had to work. So I think at face value, it looked really easy. And, you know, you were like, yeah, she's got an audience. She's going to sell a product, but you know, everybody kind of, um, they, they, they want to make sure you're making something for the right reasons and it works and it says what it's going to do. Is there almost a little bit more pressure when your personal brand is tied so closely? Yes, I'm nodding. I'm nodding. Yes, 100%. Also, because I'm very fortunate to work with, you know, amazing brands within the space like Olay, Dior, Prada, you know, like the list goes on. So I'm putting myself forward um, with my brand and it's got to stand up with these heritage brands that have been around for ages. So, yes, I do think... um, I think I had to prove myself twice as hard. Yeah. When you are approached by a brand to work with you, what are the sort of things that you consider when you're approached with a potential partnership? Well, for me, right back from the very beginning, I've got to love the brand. It's got to be right for me. Um, I always use this story. And if you've heard it, if anybody's listening, they've heard this story before, I'm sorry. But <laughs> way back at the beginning of my career, I was approached by Midori um, and I don't drink. I'm not a drinker. And Midori approached me and offered me an amazing amount of money to become their ambassador. And I remember being like saying to myself, oh my goodness, like, you know, this was like 10 years ago. I remember going, wow, like this money will pay my salary for the next year. Like, this is great. And then my mom said to me, do you drink Midori? I was like, no. And she was like, do you like Midori? And I was like, no, no. And then she was like, well, then why would you want to endorse it? And in that very moment, I was like, no, I don't want to. And that's really set me up for my career so far that I just don't align myself with brands that I don't love or use myself or believe in what they're doing. And I've been really fortunate that 
that the brands that I do get to work with are brands that I love, you know, and the ones that I say no to just aren't a fit. And I think now, because I have been around so long and people know what my brand is, is that the brands that do approach are normally a great fit for me. Yeah. There's been a real shift to uh, non non alk and low alk. Is that something you've you've never been a drinker ever? No. So I officially went sober two years ago. So I haven't had a drink in two years. Um, I just, it's really funny. I wish there was some amazing, huge, fabulous story. Like I probably have a drink maybe once a month if I'm out with friends. I was like, why am I doing it? And then I just stopped and then I haven't looked back. So yeah. yeah. What have been some of the career highlights for you? Because you've been around for a while in this space. But isn't it amazing that I haven't aged? Like it's <laughs> it really great how it works like that. <laughs> what have been some of the highlights yeah so the you know I mean the highlights would be oh man like my first cover with Cosmopolitan Australia was huge because I've been a Cosmo girl since the beginning of time so landing not one but two covers with Cosmo was unbelievable um going to Kim Kardashian's house for her launch of her KKW beauty and being the only Australian invited to such an intimate gathering in her home was you know unbelievable the brands that I get to work with you know and I get to stand alongside of like some of them I you know I I only dreamt of working with I know I mentioned you know like Prada and Dior and Olay like I always tell the story I grew up with oil of Olay on my mother's beauty counter as a child and I remember going and buying it with her and I remember the smell and now to be actually say that I am an ambassador for Olay yeah. is, is such a huge career, like achievement for me. Um, launching my own brand, like that is unbelievable. And then I think also, you know, being an influencer and being an influence in somebody's life is huge. So I, I think like they're my career highlights. Yeah. I am always really interested in hearing what influencers think about this in terms of how much of a responsibility do you feel to be a good influencer? And do you think that influencers owe it to their audience to be a good influencer? I think if you're a good person, then you don't need to worry about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think if, if at your core, you are a good person, then I think it comes naturally. I mean, I think you do have a responsibility because you do have an audience. And I think anybody that does have a platform and has a voice and has an audience, you know, does have, you know, like you've got to be accountable. Your actions mean something. So I think that's why I've always conducted myself the way I do. But I think the way that I conduct myself on social media is the same way I live my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's that's been easy for me because there's no kind of, there's no like Elle Ferguson on Instagram and Elle Ferguson in real life. It's yeah. the same one. I mean, I might wear a black track suit slightly more in real life than I do on Instagram, but you know. <laughs> Bring shimmer to your styling routine with the stunning iridescent Remington Illusion Collection. Choose the Illusion hairdryer, straightener, air styler or curling wand 
and achieve your unstoppable signature look with the advanced styling features as the shimmering housing colours subtly shift your style. Since starting out in New York in 1937, Remington has had one sole aim, to help you look and feel great. Because whether it's a part of your morning routine or getting ready for a big event, Remington understands that having the confidence to be yourself begins by the way you want to look. Remington are enablers, not intimidators. Everyone is an individual. We won't tell you who you should be or how you should look. What about the sort of pressure that some people feel to share intimate parts of their life? And I guess how how does it affect you that people think that they know you and perhaps feel like they're owed those parts of your life that are private? Yeah, I think I'm really good with boundaries. And I think being in the game so long, I've set those boundaries. I think it's also like, I I think I'm really lucky to have the community that I have, you know, like a lot of the people that follow me have been there from the beginning and have seen my life go. So when I like something amazing happens, they cheer me on. And then if something not so amazing happens, then they stand by me. And it's also, I've kind of lived by the fact that it's like block and delete. I never engage. If somebody says something bad, it's a simple block and delete. That's it for me. That's where I, that's as far as I let it in. And then I move on, you know what I mean? So I try to just, yeah, block and delete. There's no space for it. I just don't engage. And that's the advice I give to a lot of people is that just don't engage. Mm. What about sort of practical, tangible advice for anybody listening now who wants to break into the industry? Yep. You know, like simple things like what camera do you use? What apps do you use to to create content? Like simple, tangible advice that you might have for people to get into the industry. So I think you've got to be authentic. I know it sounds really, really easy, but like if you love food, then post about food. I love fashion. Do you know, it, 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 it runs through my veins, fashion. I love it. And that, you know, I don't love food. I love to eat food, but I don't photograph food. I'm not a foodie. Do you know what I mean? So I've never kind of like tried to be something that I'm not authentically. And I think that's really, um, like, I think that's really important now, especially with like TikTok in the space and a lot of, you know, video content people are wanting. You need to find your own authentic way to do that. And I think that's why we see so much success in people that, you know, kind of go viral. It's because they're they're authentic to them and that's what makes them special. I love Dropbox, really simple, where I organize everything is in Dropbox. You know, it's really simple to be able to, you know, drop images in, share images, send links. Dropbox is like my lifesaver. Um, I think consistency is key. So even back in the day when I had my blog, we always posted in the morning at 7.30 and we always posted in the afternoon at 4.30 so we could get the people on the bus or the train commuting to work in the morning and then going home in the afternoon. I still sit by that now when I post on Instagram. I always, I, I pretty much post every single day because I think consistency is key. Um, it also gives people, it gets them into your rhythm. You know what I mean? They expect something for you. You become part of their habit. They want to know what Elle Ferguson's wearing. They want to know what she's up to. And probably not that many people care how many Ks I run on the treadmill, but I still put it out there. But I, consistency is extremely key. Um, 
I invest in a professional photographer that I've worked with for over six, seven years now. We shoot all my content content together. And that's purely because I like to bulk shoot my content um, on one day of the week. And that allows me to run my other business, which is L Effect. Mm-hmm. So that's um that's something that really changed the way I run that business. And that was, yes, over seven years ago. All my video content and stories I do myself on my phone. But for me, the level that I want those photos to be on my grid is a certain way. And so we work together. Yeah. How much of your time is split during the week? And I guess it would probably vary depending on, you know, the time of the year or what's going on. But yeah, average, how much time would you spend on the L effect and then on Instagram? Well, it's like one big happy world. It's like, actually, it's like one big beast. Um, I think I'm really lucky again, you know, L effect is a self tanner. I really believe in some sun safety. I don't tan. I don't lay out. I, I never have. I think I did when I was like 15 and my mom pretty much like pulled me physically off the beach and covered me in zinc. So I, so the L effect is part of L Ferguson. So they all overlap each other. So my day is like, all the emails come to me. So it's like, it, I, I guess I can't really separate it. I mean, we just came back from New York, which was amazing. And that was 10 days of really L Ferguson focused um, fashion week, beauty content. It was really, that's what it was. But then, you know, through LA, we went through one of our chemists and our factories. So that was L effect. So it really all intertwines. I'm also lucky to work with so many amazing like makeup artists that use all the products. So it's all kind of, it all works together. And I guess that goes back to the point of being authentic. You know, I guess if I made a wine, it wouldn't be authentic to who I am, where self-tanner is part of my world. There was a lot of articles in the news cycle a few weeks ago about influencers glamorizing tan culture and there was bad yes. burns so bad that their skin was peeling. What's your take on on that? Like I mean sunscreen is a non-negotiable for me. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Australia has some of the highest rates of sun cancer in the world. So I don't think there's anything glamorous about being burnt. Um, You know, I feel like the generations before us and even my generation are now trying to correct sun damage. You know what I mean? Like we're trying to backpedal all the damage that was done before us. And again, like that's why I love working with brands like Olay who have literally just designed a product for the Australian market which is the the new product, which is their luminous niacinamide honey peptide, which actually corrects, corrects, corrects um, the sun. It's a mouthful, isn't it? It's a, no, because I just, I've worked with Olay for so long and I'm so proud that they've finally launched something for our market and listened yeah. to what our skin needs. And I think like saying with the people burning their skin, it's like, it's terrible. It's actually scary. Um, and I just don't think it's cool, you know? So I just think it's it, it's a sad place to be to glamorize something that is so scary. Obviously, aside from SPF and a good self-tanner, yes. what are some of your other like beauty hacks or tips? Okay, so I, I'm a firm believer in gut health. 
So I think um, you've got to make sure that you your insides are good because it does come out on your face. So I think you've got to look after your gut. Dry shampoo is the answer to a lot of problems. <laughs> um, I think in our market especially, and it's always the feedback I get when I travel, is like if you've got glowing like dewy plump skin they love they love us they love that Australian glowy skin and I so I always find that you need you need a good moisturizer you know what I mean and I think like with that said like Olay offer some amazing products that keep our skin super hydrated and also like their niacinamide range is such a great like range that you can access in the supermarket you know what I mean and like the level of like technology that goes into those products that you can grab while you're buying like bread is Mm. unbelievable so I think that's good for your skin self-tanner dry shampoo gut health blush is also an unsung hero and I don't think enough people use blush Max May told me that over 10 years ago that blush is an unsung hero of the makeup world and whenever I put it on I instantly feel better um I also think you've got to feel good about yourself I think we came out of the pandemic and I just think that rocked a lot of people you know and so I think you've got to find things that make you feel good and you can tell when somebody feels good about themselves they just glow they they feel different you mentioned before the the accessibility of Olay. Yeah. How important is it to you to strike a balance between, I mean, because so much of your content is aspirational. Yeah. How do you strike the balance between being aspirational and accessible and, and relatable? I've always lived by high-low, always. So I will have an amazing handbag and then I'll have a pair of $50 Zara jeans on. I mean, I laugh because I drive a 2016 Corolla, Toyota Corolla that I that I paid off with every cent that I made when I worked at Seafolly and I drive that and most of the times I get out of it, my handbag's worth more than the car. Yeah. But that's my reality. Do you know what I mean? Like I, so I really try to, I really try to educate the people that follow me on high-low. You know what I mean? Like I think it's amazing that you can get beauty products for those the cheaper prices. You don't need to pay $400 for a moisturizer. You can get one, you know, for under $50. I think yeah. you've got to be smart in the things that you invest in. I always say about cost per wear is another thing that I try to educate people on. I've got one amazing black acne blazer and I have worn that blazer to death. Do you know what I mean? Instead of going out and buying... $100 blazers. So I think you've got to really be um really be smart with where you where you spend your money. But high low has always been always been my way. Yeah. So you've just come back from New York. What's next for you? What's coming up? Can I'm excited. Travel, which yeah. is so weird to say because I feel like we haven't I I mean I hadn't traveled for 3 years. The last trip I had was 2020 when the world closed down and I remember people were saying oh my gosh, there's this thing called COVID. And we were like, don't worry about it. It'll be gone. I, like, I remember it. it's really weird. So yes, in this moment, I'm talking a lot about travel, which I think is so um, exciting because I don't know if um, anyone else feels like this, but I was a little nervous about like packing and like leaving my home that I've been in for the last three years. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm also super excited that Elle Effect is finally going to break into the US market, um, which has been, I got choked up about that then because it's taken so long to yeah. do. 
So yeah, so that's super exciting. Um, you know, just I think again, like what we've been through, I think it's really nice to be in a space where we can see people again and kind of like find the positives in life and enjoy. And it, we're very lucky to live in Australia and have have what we have here. So yeah, hopefully the future will bring some good times. Yeah. So I finished all my interviews with this at It's All Her. We're all about making yes. life simpler and better for women. How do yes. you do that for yourself? Oh my gosh. How do I make my life simple, simpler and better? That's yeah. the question. Okay. I know this sounds like so weird and like people are going to think I'm crazy, but like getting on that treadmill every day and allowing myself to have that hour, that uninterrupted hour yeah. is like the best thing I can do for myself. And I like made it simpler by not being really hard on myself about it. So I, I, I get on, I do what I can do and, and that's it. And I'm lucky that the people that are in my world respect that boundary. And I've accepted the boundary that if I'm on there, I'm not answering the phone. I'm not replying to an email. I'm having that hour. Yeah. That is a very good tip. I know. So I want to hear everybody else's. Oh, I'm reading <laughs> a book about this. Don't worry. <laughs> yes, please do. Because I just was like, oh my God, how do I make it like simpler? I tan, I tan on a Thursday, which carries me through to another Thursday, which makes me look better in my clothes. Or like if I wash my hair here, it needs to be like practice. Like also, I'm going to say this. This is another tip that I had to learn the hard way. You need to hire the right people for the right jobs. So like- okay. Like if you need legal advice, get a lawyer. You know what I mean? If you need accounting help, get an accountant. If you want to do something, you need to ask the right people about it. Um, I think when I started out, it was really hard to find those people because people didn't take me seriously. When I launched yeah. Elefect, I had to knock on the door of like 10 labs because an influencer making a beauty brand, they were like, who do you work for? And I was like myself. So I couldn't ask those questions. I think where we are now is, and being female, people accept us asking questions. It's okay. It doesn't make us weak. It makes us stronger yeah. if we share our stories and we ask more questions. So my advice would be to ask questions and get the right people for the right job. Yeah. Elle, thank you so much for your time. I'll, of course, link everything to yes. that amazing Olay product you talked about, but also the Elle effect yes, for the rest you. of the year. Thank you. I'm so excited. I, and I, too, feel like we're in April, but it feels like January. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Isn't she lovely? Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It's All Her. If you have loved this episode, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen. And I will be back in your ears very soon.